This is News Talk. Obviously, what's going on in Rathkeel in Limerick, still dominating the papers this morning. The Irish Examiner covers the visit last night of Minister Justice Minister Simon Harris, the Acting Justice Minister, who went to Rathkeel last night to meet with local politicians and Gardaí. The headline, Harris pledges resources to tackle feud. Simon Harris travelled to Rathkeel yesterday, pledging that any resources necessary would be forthcoming to tackle feuding factions and ensure the safety of local people. He went on a walkabout on the streets of Rathkeel, condemning the public order and dangerous driving incidents that took place on Monday. Uh, And obviously, I mean, you have to keep remembering with all of this, this was a Monday afternoon, you know, where people are popping in and out of the shop. They may be, I don't know, picking children up from school. And to think of this violence going on on the streets in broad daylight on Monday is quite frightening. And watching the news last night, seeing the big... Um, the big Audi Jeeps that the Gardaí have and the armed response unit there. Not exactly a very festive vibe in Rathkeel. Excuse me. And you certainly would have a lot of sympathy for people who live there because we're always told there's a very, very decent, hardworking community in Rathkeel and the vast majority of people absolutely horrified of what's going on. But anyway, the government pledging any resources needed to Gardaí to tackle the violence in Rathkeel. Other story in the front of the examiner is about the Cabinet not being allowed to bring their mobile phones into Cabinet meetings. Taoiseach Leo Varadkar telling ministers they can no longer bring their phones into Cabinet meetings. A senior source confirmed the communique was circulated to ministers through their private secretaries yesterday. It's being described in the examiner as a funny and bold move. A senior source dismissed that the move by the Fine Gael leader was to put a halt to leaks from cabinet meetings. So the suspicion uh, by a lot of people is that they're worried that ministers would leak out discussions at cabinet. So the official government line is no, no, nothing to do with leaking. Instead, it's updated internal security advice. So not to do with leaks to journalists in newspapers, but more to do with things like security and perhaps spying as well. Because if you read the front of the mail, um, they say that they're worried about electronic espionage. So Leo Vradker on the mail is banning his ministers from bringing phones into cabinet meetings amid concerns about leaks and electronic spying. So they have to leave their phones, tablets and other devices in pigeonholes outside the room instead. Um, And obviously we do have a lot of big tech giants in this country. So the Mail is saying that Ireland could be a prime target for some sort of espionage. So I think the best you can say on this is it might be a mix of both. Maybe it is security concerns, but I'm sure no harm from a government point of view, not having ministers leaking out news from cabinet meetings because, for example, today they're going to discuss climate and the climate action plan. That's on the front of the Irish Times. The reforms will seek to curb car parking where public transport options exist and reduce the distance driven by motorists by a fifth as part of an attempt to reduce emissions. This is all part of the updated climate action plan. It contains changes designed to give effect to the government's political promises on climate. So if you are in the public sector, you may not be happy with the news that you could have reduced car parking spaces, uh, also removing parking requirements and moving to market pricing for car parking, as well as reducing on-street parking. Uh, And you'd assume what they'd put instead of on-street parking would be things like 
more footpaths and cycle lanes to encourage active travel. Now, staying with politics, Irish Independent, angry Phil Hogan's blistering attack on populist Varadkar. So former EU Commissioner Phil Hogan has launched an attack on Leo Varadkar, who he accused of abandoning his, abandoning his principles after he was elected Fine Gael leader. In a new interview, Mr Hogan criticises the newly appointed Taoiseach's populist streak and his failure to fulfil leadership campaign promises. Phil Hogan criticises the handling of the fallout from Golfgate and he also accuses Leo Varadkar of trying to out-trump the opposition on every policy decision and warned it doesn't always work with the electorate. Um, <clears throat> this is a, a, an interview he gave on a podcast called the Two Tribes Podcast with Sean O'Rourke. Now, the Irish Sun this morning, Cameron, our beautiful boy, forever 18, murdered Cameron Riley, was remembered as a beautiful child as his killer was caged. The County Louth teen's uncle, Darren Flanagan, yesterday said Cameron will now be forever 18. So that's the front of the sun. Uh, We are in December and you would think we would have the headlines of the year sorted by now. But there's a very good one on the front of the Irish Daily Star. Ooh-ah, lay off my da. Paul McGrath's son, Mitch, said he will go head-to-head with Conor McGregor after the UFC star challenged the football hero to a fight. This is all of these tweets that Conor McGregor has been sending out and now Paul McGrath's son is getting involved. That's the headline on the star. The Irish Daily Mirror with a similar theme on the front page. Ooh-ah, I'll fight McGrath. Conor McGregor challenged PJ Gallagher and Paul McGrath to a two-on-one boxing match following a social media spat. Other people would say just ignore what's going on on Twitter at the moment with Conor McGregor. Now, inside the Irish Times, if you've an aircom.net email address, you'll be interested in this. A lot of people still have them, by the way. There's sort of this assumption that they're kind of gone now or something, or maybe people don't use it as much after they brought in a monthly charge. But people still do have air... Uh, addresses and thousands of emails, according to the Irish Times, sent and received over the past two decades by air customers with an aircom.net address have been permanently deleted in error by the company. The Irish Times says the company declined to say how many of the subscribers were affected. It did say 4% of its user base have had all emails sent or received longer than 45 days ago deleted. And unfortunately, those emails cannot now be recovered. And obviously, Aircom.net was huge for years. Um, Lots and lots of people, tens of thousands of subscribers. But unfortunately, there has been this issue and they can't recover the emails. That's bad news if you have one of those email addresses. But you can contact AIR to find out if you are uh, affected by it. Now, staying with technology in the Telegraph, uh, there's a warning for parents about secret codes that your children might be using to talk about drugs and sex on their phones. So police in the UK are calling on parents to become emoji aware um, because apparently there's loads of different emojis that mean different things. And the reason why you'd use an emoji is that you're not saying words like I want to buy drugs or whatever. So watch out. Cocaine is actually represented by uh, an emoji of a fish a petrol pump, a snowman or a snowflake. An MDMA is depicted as a devil icon, a skull, an alien or a tentacled monster. Ketamine is represented using the horse and the balloon icons. So there's an appeal there to parents 
keep an eye out because children, young people may be using these emojis instead of using the words themselves. A couple of final stories, one from The Sun. Uh, you may remember this comedian, Joe Lysett, who was giving out about David Beckham getting money from Qatar for the World Cup. And Joe Lysett was really, really annoyed. And if you remember, he put up 10 grand and said if Beckham doesn't apologise, he'll burn the £10,000. But there's irony today in the papers because Joe Lysett is being accused of being a, a, a hypocrite after it emerged that he himself has been paid to do gigs in Qatar and the UAE. And it's just a lesson, you know, if you're going to take a stand against something, make sure your own record is clean because you'll get caught out. So there's loads of pictures now on Twitter of Joe Lysett in Dubai. People are tweeting saying they saw him perform in Qatar and he's been accused of hypocrisy because they're saying he was happy enough to take money from countries in the UAE and yet he's given out about David Beckham doing it. Joanna Donnelly, if you were watching the news last night, she kind of dashed our hopes of a white Christmas and it's in the papers. The star says a white Christmas seems to have been ruled out with Met Aaron forecasting temperatures as high as plus nine degrees on Sunday. And the worst news possible, there is nothing worse than lashing rain on Christmas Day. It's just miserable. But Met Aaron said there is a chance of sleet in some Ulster counties on Friday, but that could be the only snowflakes to fall this weekend. Christmas Day looks like being cool and bright, which is good, although we are told there's a mix of sunshine and showers. So all those people who put on bets of a white Christmas uh, may have lost their money. And staying with Christmas, I don't know if you were in on Friday night and if you watched the Late Late Show, a lot of people talking about Glenn Hansard and Amelda May and their performance of Fairy Tale of New York. Uh, the Late Late think it was a stunning performance. That's what they tweeted. A lot of people would disagree. But in the mirror, Shane McGowan and his wife are defending the version and they're also defending that it was censored because they censored out the derogatory F word in the performance. Uh, so when Glenn and Imelda sang, they changed the lyrics. But yesterday, Shane McGowan's wife, Victoria Mary Clark, defended them and he said or she said at least they're singing it and raising money for the homeless they did a heartfelt version with guts and gusto and Shane McGowan liked it too and that's all that really matters because he's the one behind the song on 106 to 108 FM and newstalk.com this this is newstalk